Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Heat Army podcast. Uh, say thank you for joining us here on this Thursday evening. Uh, it's been the week that was for Gateshead. Uh, Saturday, same, we took the lead through very fortunate circumstances and awful own goal, uh, but we'll take it. We've, we've given enough away ourselves in the past. Um, and then Tuesday night, of course, fell to a defeat at Chesterfield after having taken the lead again through a fantastic Greg Ollie goal. Uh, so all to talk about. And of course, Paul Blackett has left as well. Uh, transfer undisclosed fate to Spenny Moore. So we'll be talking about that later on. We also have a guest from the Stevenage podcast, uh, Matt. I've just been on his before there. He's a great crack and lovely lad. We'll be speaking to him very, very shortly. Uh, but we'll get into some of the messages. We've got some that's coming already. Um, we've got uh, greetings from West Peterborough supporters. Thank you very much. We've got good evening, boys. Good evening, boys, and good evening to the both of you. Well, thank you uh, to everyone that has done that. Um, you can do as those people have done already by commenting on the stream that you're watching on, whether it be on Facebook or on YouTube. So do that and subscribe, please. It does help. We've had a lot of subscriptions coming up. And, of course, if you can't make the game on Saturday, we are uh, providing full match commentary. Uh, but we will sound a little bit different. We are up in the press box because the BBC is coming in force and they want their table for the uh, SDN, uh, ISDN line. So we'll graciously move because the club make money off that. And uh, we'll still be covering the game, but it might sound a little bit different. Uh, but nonetheless, we will be covering it, and hopefully you can join us then. Uh, right, Mickey, let's get into the game on Saturday. I haven't got the highlights of that. I've got the highlights of the game against Chesterfield to play up in the background. But look, we started pretty well on Saturday. Um, mix up at the back, but we were the best performance in a while with the way things have been. I thought, I mean, they've hit both posts in the bar, but we've had chances to win it. They haven't scored, and later on, we've had Aaron Martins went clean through. I'm thinking this is a cert. Um, and then Harris has rifled out of the bar. And that's just the way our looks going at the minute. Um, I thought we'd done enough to win as well in the second half. Could have went yeah. either way of the game, yeah. but. I think we've done enough to win it. I felt, uh, I felt Montgomery uh, obviously tried to grab the ball over a crowd of people, dropped it, and there was Goodger just to turn and spin and put it in the back of the net. Yes. Um, but a point against third top, you know, it's not to be sniffed at. It was there was an improvement it took Kent, before the game kicked off, wouldn't you? Kenton Richardson was just phenomenal as well at the back. He's come oh. back, and uh, the defence looked a lot stronger. Um, and long may that continue. Um, it certainly is. Well, we move forward to Tuesday night. Uh, of course, we both listened to this one. Uh, it wasn't the greatest uh, listen. Um, I, I know I might not be everyone's cup of tea on commentary, but this bloke was just not even uh, telling us uh, what was happening for Gated, let alone well, how good well, Ollie's we were. Attacking, yeah. <laughs> when we were attacking, when went, oh, Gated's coming forward here yeah, and Ollie scored. Because yeah. we're too busy talking about Chesterfield. And then he said it was a low shot as well in the description yeah. that he gave. Um, and obviously we'll see the goal very shortly, but it was a beautiful placed curling shot. Um, but Montgomery uh, in goal again for this one, pulled off some magnificent saves. Uh, lovely to see the lad back in the starting lineup. Um, in my eyes, one of the best keepers in the league. Um, just <laughs> unfortunately. In my eyes too, to be, to be honest, I, I'd said on Twitter today, to Monty, keep doing what you're doing, and all the keepers I've seen play for Gates, and he's got to be up there amongst the best of them, Davy. 
Yeah, he's uh, been absolutely fantastic. Uh, his penalty record as well is uh, quite good as well. But yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, look, we went down to Chesterfield. They're riding high. They, you know, the, they're going to be chasing and pushing Wrexham and Notts County right to the wire. Um, we've went down there. We've took the lead. Unfortunately, <laughs> we only had the lead for about a minute and a half, didn't we? Um, yeah. And then after that, uh, it's hard to gauge off the commentary, but it seemed like it was we didn't get a shot off in the second half. Um, this is the build-up to the goal, of course, uh, for Greg Ollie's nice build-up play. As I was talking to Matt on the Stevenage podcast. I said, this is how we would play. We would play from the back. Sometimes it might look a little bit negative, uh, and then we'll we'll open you up. But uh, Greg, there he is, Captain Marvel, cuts in, and a low shot from the commentary to, um, <laughs> commentary. Give that one neighbour a beautiful curling effort. And nice to see Greg yeah. playing with some confidence as well because he was suspended on Saturday for uh, collecting five yellows, which isn't in Greg's game, really. He's been cut frustrated figure this year, but I think he's been heavily marked because I think they know how dangerous he is. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's also having the captaincy. I think, you know, he's stepped up a level and things haven't been going our way. And I think Greg's obviously being the captain's getting himself more frustrated. Yeah. Uh, some of the ones he's got bookings for haven't been bookings neither, I mean, but that yeah. hasn't helped. I mean, the, the last two referee. were in the referees. Yeah, I think that was the, uh, the you know the the disappointing way we got them. Um, but yeah, um, see if anyone was down there. I know your your partner Trina was down there. Um, it's got messages coming in here. Uh, bet that made you sick. Oh no, to BBC. Better get that gig. Uh, <laughs> evening. Thank you very much, Taylor. How he's put. Uh, hopefully, no one is sick on the BBC commentators. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No one can let that lie, other. Um, and uh, hello, disappointed at the display in the second half against Chesterfield. Uh, we move on, was expected at the end of the day, an excellent display against Solly Hull. Well, that's the you know, we've got to look at the positives. You know, this is a young defense. Uh, let's not forget, not all experienced at this level. There's only Magne in there that's played at this level, so you know, go do that. And uh, Mr. Luke, commentary was awful, uh, by chest in my opinion, by Chesterfield. It, wasn't great. I mean, I'll, I'll hold my hands up. Sometimes I'll have a bad one. It's not often, but sometimes it happens. Um, spent more time talking about birthday what, they do and what they should do, what this should do. And, and you well, couldn't tell if we were attacking or not. Well, whoever Poppy is and whoever our birthday was, I'm glad she had a lovely birthday party, but I don't think we had to hear about it for five minutes on the commentary in the middle of the game. Um, so, yeah, you might see it being bitter. Um, about the defeat, but I want to hear about the game and what's going on, what's being described. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, obviously Chesterfield here, the good side. Look at the way they pass it about. They moved it about, opened us up here. Um, there you go, slotted into the back. Oh, of the net. Yeah, it's about budget. I mean, they've yeah. got ten or eleven, what I would call probably experienced players who've experienced league football. Maybe even playing below, below the level. Um, you know, yeah. you can say that about a lot of the teams in this level. But uh, yeah, I mean, look, we've got to wipe our mouths, move forward. We've got the FA Cup on Saturday, and we're going to be talking to Matt about that very, very shortly. Yeah. But, you know, there's positives there. The home form is what's got to be really improved. You know, we've got to pick up points at home. Um, I don't think we're far away. I, I don't. It's, it's frustrating. I mean, we're not that far away. And I can understand what people are saying about selling Blackett. I can, I can. We'll, we'll get I'm, I'm, later on. Yeah. I'm in that camp with Blackett. Um, 
I want Percy come on here and have a go at players. No way I'm going to them. I'm going to come here who's better and who's not. I won't. But I was in the Blackhead camp. But mm -hmm. we are not far away. I think if you add Knight to that team, you get Louis back. Tinkler. And Tinkler back. I think you've, got a, you've still got a good squad that's more than capable of getting out that bottom four. And we've, we've shown... My opinion. We showed it when we had a stronger squad at the beginning of the season. We, you know, we played well against uh, Wrexham. They praised us. We had a lot of their fans come on social media and praise us for the way we played. Uh, Notts County, you know, we, we held our own against them. Maybe, maybe should have won. Um, but yeah, it's once them players get back, we'll hopefully be uh, at the races. Even well, Chesterfield. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, they said time. at the end, weren't the worst side they've seen at, at Chesterfield this season. Mm -hmm. They said if we get a strike out. Uh, and don't mess about with that the back as much. We probably will rise out and stay up this season. That was their words, not mine. Well, fingers crossed. Right, we're going to play a message from our sponsors and uh, how to follow us on social media. And then when we come back, we're going to speak to our guest, Matt, from the Stevenage podcast. And if you've got any messages for him about Stevenage, please do send them in as well. podcast needs your help no we don't need money all we need is you to do one simple thing it'll take less than a second if you could hit that like button the subscribe button and share whatever post that we put up regarding gator football club it'll go a long way in helping the show build and ultimately helping us push the club to the moon Now, just before I introduce Matt, Matt, that is how you fly a drone, right? Now, <laughs> if anyone wants to know about, uh, we will retweet uh, Matt's podcast where I was just on uh, earlier tonight, and you'll find out what that what that's all about. Um, but Matt, welcome to the Heed Army podcast. It's lovely to speak to you for the second time tonight. Yeah, look, fellas, thanks for having me on. Um, I say to everyone, you know, when I come onto these platforms, it's so nice to come on and meet uh, really nice people and connect. And I think also it's really nice to kind of come on and, and speak to people who support the team outside of our league as well, which is really nice yeah. to do it. So, uh, yeah, look, thanks for having me on. It's uh, an absolute pleasure to be here. It is. I want to set me. Mum's trying to ring us on Facebook Messenger. If anyone <laughs> in the background. <laughs> yeah, the guy for the shopping, mate. Oh, that's where it is, I. Um, but yeah, no, it is. It's nice to build bridges. And uh, as I say, it's maybe a welcome distraction for us this week after our league form and league table. But the FA Cup, um, we spoke earlier tonight. Um, it's one of them games where anything can happen. And you asked me a question, and I'm going to put it back to you, um, about how do you feel when the draw was made? Because obviously we've, we've had, you know, tussles in the National League over the years, but not for not for over 10 years now. But uh, to, to be come back at the time, said, what was your thoughts? Yeah, look, it was, I mean, I, I think I said on our uh, podcast tonight, we've, we've, we've seen to have got this revolving wheel at Stevenage where we get 
the same teams every year in the cups that we played, and they seem to be Peterborough or MK Dons or Ipswich. So we we were hoping for a different team this year. When Peterborough and MK Dons were drawn out, we thought, oh no, here we go again. Um, so when uh, when we got drawn against it, it was yourselves were altering them at the time. We were over the moon. Um, you know, different environment for us. Um, obviously, we'd, we'd been to your place before and altering them, so you know we 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 know that the stadiums, etc., and the, and the sides. But um, yeah, look, we were over the moon with it. I think from the outlook as well, um, it was a tie that you know we we think's winnable and that we can get through in. So I think with all that in mind, um, we were over the moon with it. For myself, I was really happy to come up to Newcastle for the weekend and come and see the sites. So uh, yeah, oh, you'll see one, some uh, same over the moon that we drew you. <laughs> Yeah, you'll definitely see some things. Also, as well, we found out that uh, for Stevenage fans, our East Stand has been catfishing people, uh, making out that it's something that it isn't. Uh, Matt was quite shocked to find out that there's no roof on the East Stand. Oh, <laughs> and it's freezing and it's, it's, it's forecast for rain. <laughs> 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 I'll, I'll be waving at you in a nice warm stand. <laughs> uh, do, do you know what? It, it broke my heart when I found out there was no roof because I was thinking, brilliant, we've got a roof, I can get a nice cup of tea, stay yeah. warm. And then when David said there's no roof, I thought, oh no, my well comes tumbling down, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the um, good thing is, if it's raining, I think when you, the, the, the tea urns are linked to a volcanic spring under the ground. <laughs> So that is the rain will cool your coffee or tea down. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I was thinking, I was thinking, well, if there's no roof, there must be somehow how I can smuggle in an umbrella for, under my oh, coat or something. No, I don't think I'll get away with it. But... I don't know if you can. It's a pity. It would be a good idea. Um, we've got a message mm. come in from one of the listeners, or one of the viewers, should I say. Matt, do you think Stevenage will feel the full strength, full strength side on Saturday, or will they look to uh, the league being the main priority? So uh, the the one thing about us, and I, I say this to uh, a lot of teams um, when I go on podcasts and talk about opposition, we we don't have the biggest of squads. So um, our squad at the minute, we've got a 20, 20 man squad at the minute. Um, and the thing that we have about our team is every single player that is in the 20 man squad is a starting player. So regardless who we play, it will be a, it will be a really strong side. Um, yeah. Knowing what our manager is like, Steve Evans, very professional, understands the cup. I think we will play a fully strong 11. It will be the team that plays in League 2 every week that comes up and plays. So we'll take no chances on Saturday. But if he does play a few players that haven't played a lot over the last three weeks, they're all starting League 2 players. So it will be a strong side, yeah. I forgot Steve Evans was your manager. (laughs) Can you remember? I think when he was a Fleetwood manager, he got um, sent off. And instead of going into the stand, he hid behind the advertising board, but the camera seen him and he kept just putting his head up. Because I was howling, laughing, but I think the reference <laughs> in the end, but uh, he's, he's a character, isn't he? Uh, yeah. Like I think with Steve, um, we, we put it beautifully when, when uh, we were coming into this season, we think with Steve that, uh, when he's your manager, you love him, right? He's, he's, he's your governor, he's your manager. But when you, he's not your manager and you play against him, you hate him, right? And we, we've been there in the past where, you know, we, we used to hate Steve Evans. We used to hate him. We used to sing awful songs about his way. And I still remember it to this day. Um, 
But now that he's our manager and he's done such a good job that he's done with us after the you know the appalling four years we've had as a Don't club. <laughs> oh yeah, we, we love him. He's our guy. He's he's literally. Do you know? Do you know? He's like how could it be? He's like a father to all of us at Stevenage. He really is. He's that figure. I think, I think we had that type of effect with Gary Mills, didn't we? Um, right. He just he just engulfed the club, and everyone bought into him uh, as well. So yeah, and uh, we've got from club photographer Charles Woff. He's put uh, if it's raining, I'll get very wet. Thanks, Mickey. I blame you. Um, <laughs> We've got another question here from Ginger Joe. He's put, how many coaches are coming up? So, um, we've just got the one coach coming up. Um, but as far as I'm aware, I'm pretty sure it's fully booked. So, I know that that is about a 50-seater. So, there's an extra 50 of us coming up. It's, it's a bit of a frustrating one, really, because there's train strikes. So, I know for a fact that... If the train strikes were running, we'd probably bring up a lot more because uh, it's a really good train line from from Stevens yeah, to Newcastle. Yeah. So, with that in effect, uh, that that's a bit of a stinker. There might not be as many fans um, going as we'd like, but I think there's a few few um, of us that are staying up there in the city. So I, I think overall, I know that there's one coach. If I had to put money on it, we'd I reckon we'll have about around two hundred probably make the trip. Not not many. Yeah, uh, hopefully they're gonna make a noise on the far side and, and uh, get the uh, a cup atmosphere going. But uh, mm. obviously, you can share our commentary for uh, those that aren't traveling. Uh, it's not biased, <laughs> by the way. It's uh, it's not like Chesterfield or Fleetwoods. But um, yeah, definitely. Um, we've got one here. Matt, uh, want to see your manager is incredible. Louise took your team from twenty second and eighteenth uh, to being second in the table this season. Uh, fair play. Well, is, has there been a big turnaround in players or is it a, a case of him getting the best of the players that you've that you already had? No, so it, it, it was a humongous turnaround, basically. Um, so it was, again, we, we have had uh, just a crazy four years. Uh, I still can't believe the things that have happened at the club. We got relegated, we got a reprieve, we were kept up. We had COVID last year, we nearly got relegated. Steve actually came in with about, 10 not well about nine games left to go and we were really in the mess um and i think when we stayed up and we stayed up stayed up quite comfortably in the end we were about 12 points clear of oldham uh, by the time the last game of the season played um and i think when we went into the summer we were at a bit of a crossroads league two football's getting better every year it's like league one now almost um and we said you know we've got to make some big changes because if we don't, we're going to get relegated. And the statistics normally say in League Two that if you flirt with those relegation places for a good few years, you eventually end up going. So going into the summer, we knew that we had to get rid of pretty much the whole of that team. We kept about six or seven players that are good enough for the level. And actually some of those players could probably play league one. Um, so we kept a, a minority, uh, but yeah, it, it was a massive overhaul and, and he's done, Steve's done brilliant. I mean, some of the players that he brought to the club, he brought a couple of lads that were promoted to League One last year. Dan Sweeney, for example, and he brought in Danny Rose, who was playing for Northampton and on the cusp of League One football. And yeah. he's done a brilliant job, Steve. And, and yeah, look, we, we we went from twenty second to twenty uh, to second. Uh, sorry, uh, it's been crazy. It feels. Are just surreal at the minute. It's almost like we're living in dreamland supporting Stephen, isn't it? It's just, it's just so nice. I, you know, I go every single game. I don't miss a single game here. I go every single game watching Stephen, isn't it? It's so nice this season to go 
to watch them just win football matches, fellas. Literally, it's just that, just winning yeah. football matches, year. you know? Last year, it was just unreal, wasn't it? Just to, yeah. you know, you're going into the te- into the game where you know you've got a fantastic chance of winning. Like, you know, if you play your game, you're going to win. And it's, uh, it's, it's nice, isn't it, when it happens? It doesn't happen often, but when it does, it's uh, it's special. Savour it. Um, how many how many times is a good piss up being ruined by ninety minutes of football? Oh, <sighs> and, and do you know what? Do you know what as well, fellas? So there's a little thing that me and my friends do, and we'll do this for the years going and the future. And we've done it recently. Is whenever Stevenage play and we get our fixture list. We book up loads of city weekends. So, Stephen is play Walsall. We book Birmingham or Stockport, Manchester, or for example, yourselves, Newcastle. And we had this running joke where over the last four years, I think prior to this season, we'd had about seven city weekends and we saw one win. Pretty much, right? No, honestly. Been there, done that. Oh, honestly. And and this season. We've had about five, and we've won all of them. And and it's like the piss-up's been absolutely incredible just from the team winning. Honestly, it's been so nice for a change. Oh, well, I'm sorry that it's going to come to an end on Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not so certain. We'll see. It's going to be a tough game, I think. Uh, I can't have a... Oh, sorry. Sorry, Mr. Newcastle and scored no goal. In that one, so yeah, it's uh, there's a bit of history. It's a marked history between the clubs. So yeah. there's uh, there's a few a few links that were mentioned on your podcast, of course, Paul Thompson, Paul Farman. Mm. I'm sure there's a few others that have uh, slipped through the net that have played for both sides. But uh, yeah, it's uh, same. I always remember I, was, I said this to Matt earlier on when Stevenage had their famous FA Cup run in '97. Um, when Graziali got injured and we were all singing "You're Not Playing on Tuesday" uh, in the replay, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, no, it, it's 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 funny how some sometimes these ties come around and you get flooded with memories of yesteryear. Well, you're talking about Paul Thompson, most clumsiest footballer ever. Yeah. Can you remember Queen the South when he broke his nose? He yeah. honestly, he broke his nose and it was pointing towards his eye. That's how broke it was. And <laughs> They took it off, took him off, and you had to step down into the dugout at Queen of the South. So he stepped down, and Gates had got to go back to make it two-one. And he he stood up to celebrate and crashed his head off the corner of the bench and just crumpled in a heap. <laughs> was, was also, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you another story of Paul Thompson. Um, he had a he had a, a like a thigh strain, like up, up, right up to the buttock. And he was getting uh, a massage on the bus going to an away game to see, you know, be able to play. And uh, obviously he just had his underpants on. And uh, <laughs> the, near the kettle you know, on the bus, like the, the heater. And uh, the bus, he stood up after getting the massage on the seat and the bus jerked and burnt his ass on the kettle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear me. But you can't have a Stevenage fan without asking about Wesley. Oh, do you, do you know what? I, I didn't think you were going to ask me about him, oddly. Oddly, I'm surprised you have. Yeah. I mean, I've listened to, I listen on to the Kosh podcasts. I don't know if you listen to them. And the amount of players that come out and say that man is totally bizarre is unreal. 
yeah. Do you know what? Um, <laughs> Steve Evans actually told a really good story about Wesley at the start of the season, in the pre-season. He did like a fans Q&A after I think we beat West Brom at home. And <laughs> it was hilarious. He uh, Someone made a comment about Wesley because obviously Wesley used to call himself medal winner with all the stuff he did yeah. with us. And, and Steve Evans told this story because Evans doesn't like Wesley. And they never, they never, you know, they always clashed heads at games whenever we played at Steve Evans's teams. And he told a story about Wesley once where uh, Wesley actually invited Steve to a dinner in London. And Steve was, um, I think he was living, I can't remember where he was living at the time. It was up north. And uh, he said he went to this dinner with Wesley and they always clashed heads at games. We thought it was quite weird, but he said that he went with his wife and he took his wife and they went into London and they met Wesley and, and it was all going really nice. Uh, and then at the end of the dinner, uh, he said something about Wesley just left, left him with the bill. Uh, and yeah, yeah, just, just walked out, left Steve with the bill and Steve ended up paying with his wife. And he, he is a very odd character, Wesley. And look, he, he did, he did wonderful things for us. He got us the promotions. And there's something that a lot of people forget about, actually, with Wesley. Because when they talk about Wesley with our tenure, they actually forget. So, Wesley came back. He came back a couple of times after the, the success we had with him. But he came back um, three years ago when we had the reprieve, when we actually got relegated and kept up. And he eventually got fired after like three months. I'm, I'm pretty sure any manager would have got fired looking after that team. And um, and actually, we worked out that when we got the reprieve and got kept up, um, he was manager when we beat Cambridge away 4-0. And it was about January time. And he got fired about three weeks later. And uh, we worked out that if we wouldn't have won against Cambridge that day, no, regardless of the situation with Macclesfield, we would have gone down. So we started saying again, not only did he get us the promotions, he actually kept us up in the long run as well. So yeah, he's, he's a character, Graham. But uh, yeah, look, we've, we've got another one now with Mr. Evans. So they, they seem to keep coming to our club. Yeah. There's some characters Mr. in the game. Magnet for idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hopefully we don't have to speak to Mr. Evans on Saturday. Uh, <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah. Say, I mean, how good was he on your podcast? That's let's be honest, Matt. Well, I mean, I mean, there is that. I mean, to be fair, do you mean do you mean Steve when you say? Oh, I'm on about Davy. Oh, yeah. oh, I thought you were about Steve. Then I was thinking, do you know, we haven't actually had him on. Um, no, do you know what? David was great, and I did put those questions to him that you uh, that you yeah. DM'd us earlier, and I'm pretty sure he uh, he was he was a little bit shocked at them. I'd say. I was, well, I was a bit. Make, make sure you you tag us in the post when you the podcast out, please. I'm want to listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what it was? It was they were great, but I was really looking forward to the the John Oster one because when you messaged me and said what's his eyes light up, and when I asked him, I looked at the screen and all I saw him do was he went ooh like that. And it was coming out my eyes and everything. Now we mentioned 2014, and he just he just melts into a little John Oster puddle. That man, that man, but yeah. Um, see, what time you're setting off, trader? Then, uh, so I'm going, uh, we're coming up at uh, 11 tomorrow. Uh, 
Uh, we're travelling up. We're uh, we're staying in Jesmond. Oh, how posh are you? Yeah, yeah, we're staying a uh, little hotel in Jesmond, and then we're staying. Actually, I'm going to tell you a funny, funny little thing that I'm doing actually. But um, we're staying Friday night, and then we're watching Stevenage play, and then we're actually going to the fireworks. Is it Saltwell Park? Yeah, that's yeah. just along the road from me. <laughs> oh, oh, there you go. We're we're going there for fireworks, but um. There's a little funny thing actually. So I'm a, I, I love my running. I, I run every day and I, I run marathons. And so uh, coming up to Newcastle, I said to my partner, I said, I need to, need to find a running route um, in Newcastle. You know, I've got I'm going to run Saturday and Sunday morning. Now I knew that there's an athletics track around your pitch. Yeah. So I, uh, I contacted the, uh, the stadium and the people at, at, at your ground and said, look, is the is the athletics track open in the morning on Saturday and and Sunday for me to uh for me to run around possibly before the game? And I said I was a Stevenage fan and 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 they laughed and they said it, it actually is it closes at eleven on the day of the game. Oh. So I'm going to go to the athletics track, do my running around the pitch uh, before the game, go back, get ready, and then come back again. Basically, there we go. Dave will have to buy BB guns and sit in the stand. <laughs> <laughs> Put me out for good. Yeah. <laughs> See oh. if we can, how quick we can make him run. Yeah. <laughs> my partner, my partner was going to me. She was going. Um, yeah, how about you quickly run on the pitch quickly and get a get a cheeky picture in front of the goal or something? So yeah. if there's no one about, I might you know construe it a little bit. But so if there's a dodgy bobble, we know who to blame. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Spray, that'd have me out. Yeah, but oh man, but uh, actually, we've got a message here from somebody. But uh, there we go. His first heed away game was uh, 5 3 Stevenage. Uh, Daryl Clare scored twice, autumn 2009. So then, mm. there's a uh, name from the past, Daryl Clare. Uh, I was down there. We got beat 3 1 when Barry Hills and Corey Brown were there, mm. and then there was a 6 1. That was that was a wonderful day. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> do, do you know what? Actually, I I remember some of those games. I remember um I remember the five three. I remember the one where I think we came up to yours and we just we just won the league and I think we won one nil. I think it was a Tuesday night. Um, I think I think it was a Tuesday night. It would have been about uh, April time, right at the end of the season. I think actually I think that was the last game that we played against each other. Actually, possibly will be. Uh... Uh, she's had some good players. Barry Hales was outstanding. Yeah. Mm. Good yeah, Barry Hales was was really good. And Corey Brown as well. We actually um back in um uh, May at the end of last season, we um we used to have a player at the uh club, unfortunately passed away. It was called Martin Gittings, he's the club record goal scorer. And uh we played um in a charity game at our stadium at the Lamex and I, I was fortunate enough to play. It was my first time playing at Stevenage. Anyone that knows me knows I'm Mr. Stevenage. I'm literally mad about the football club. So playing at the club was great. And then I eventually ended up scoring um in the game and I was had tears flooded down the face because I just scored at the club. Honestly, honestly, it was one of the best moments. And uh Barry Hales and Corey Brown played in the game and they played against us. And it was shocking how good and fit they still were at the age. It was one of the lads back there who, who similar to myself, runs a lot, and he marked Corey Brown. And it was incredible. It was like watching a player who still plays professional football. It was it was crazy how good they still were then. So they find the space, don't they? Mm. Uh, well, yeah, they do. 
Look, I hear you could join them for a jog, do you not think? Who, me? <laughs> Someone to sit on after he's finished. <laughs> I'm but not speed. <laughs> I'm sure you've got a fast one in you, Mickey. Um, so... Uh, if you're sitting in there with a BB gun, I I'll probably have to run quicker. <laughs> um, but, uh, Matt, I know you, you put me on the spot for a prediction for Saturday. What what, what you think is going to happen uh, in the FA Cup tie? Do, do you know what I, th- I think? I think it'll actually be a, a tricky game. Actually, um, again, anyone anyone knows me knows I'm the most positive Stevenage fan ever. So every game we play, it's always a win, pretty much. But I, th- I, I think it'll be a really, really, really tough game. Actually, I think for large parts of the game, it'll be a typical FA Cup game. I think it'll be really tight and really competitive. But I, uh, I, I can see us getting a 2-0 win, uh, maybe an early goal. The rest of the game's 1-0, very close, very tight. And then possibly we'll nick a goal at the end. We, we score a lot of last-minute goals this season. It's been um, crazy. We... we <laughs> Yeah, yes. We we what was it? We we scored uh, against Walsall in like the hundredth minute to nick a draw this season. We've 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 had so many last minute goals. So yeah, I, I I'm going two nil. I think we'll play a full team. I think it'll be a really tough game. But yeah, I'm going two nil to us. Oh well, well, hopefully not. But uh, <laughs> the most important thing is I hope you have a lovely trip up and uh, we see it. Everyone. Have a great weekend, mate. Have, uh, have a great weekend, and uh, you will love the tune. Season just not on Saturday. Oh well, regardless, I'm certainly uh, going to be having quite a few beers. So I'll probably be yeah. hanging on Saturday. Uh, you never know. It actually, that six story might actually be me in the Island on Saturday. So I can't promise anything. <laughs> well, uh, we've, we've mentioned the six story a lot. Well, you are going to be playing it as soon as Matt uh, leaves us. Uh, so we're putting that up very shortly and just listen to me saying he's going down in installments and look at the right hand side of the screen you'll see the splatters it's <laughs> um, Matt thank you very much for joining us it's been an absolute pleasure and uh, we'll retweet your show, show out uh, once it goes up and uh, say, get along have a listen to that and uh, say nice to build bridges <laughs> oh yeah guys look thanks for having me on it's been an um, absolute pleasure uh, and yeah, look, good luck for the rest of the season and Saturday. And uh, yeah, it's been nice to meet you both and, and to connect up. So, no, thanks for having me on. Cheers. Thank I'll you. See you for the replay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see you for the replay. <laughs> I think, I think uh, there might not be a replay. Mm, uh, really? Oh, yeah, that there's no replays because of fixture congestion later in the season with FA Cup, uh, the World Cup and uh, Europa League and all that type of thing. So, I don't know if that's later on in the competition or early on, but. Either way, there might not be a replay, but we'll find out before before the game, I'm sure. But anyway, Matt, thank you, and we'll see you. Uh, hopefully, we might see Matt, you again in the future. It's been absolutely yeah. fantastic. Thanks for stitching them up. Loved it. <laughs> Any day of the week, it was my duty to do it. When you sent me the DM, I was like, all right, let's get him. Let's get him on the platform. So, <laughs> horrible. Much right. appreciated, mate. Have a great weekend. Cheers. Guys, thank you. thank you so much for having me on. Take yeah, care, bye. bud. There we go. That was Matt. Absolutely fantastic. Now, um, obviously, you if you were listening to the commentary or you may have seen on social media, um, so look to the right-hand right hand side of the screen when I say he goes down in installments and you'll see the, the splatters. There's Coker, crosses the ball in, headed yeah, clear. Ward, Ward plays the ball well. at the top, looking for the run of Martin, but Kelleher's there and plays it back to Boot. Seems like every time the ball comes in the box, we're seeing brilliant from Pye or brilliant from Richardson, them two. Yeah. Be monumental today at the back. And Magnet. Well, 
No. As Dallas. Oh, well, he went down he's in installments there. He's grabbed. Ward pressed them, and he's just grabbed them and went down. It's Yeah. Well, it's a dangerous free kick here. It's an opportunity for them to get people into the box. And, well... Coker stands over the ball, left-footed. Oh, I thought I could smell sick. Someone's just been sick out down next to us. Oh, oh no. Coker. Oh, as the ball comes over the top. Good gel was up there, but it's been headed clear only as far as Barnett on the edge of the box. Puts it back into the mixer. But, oh, I'm glad that didn't come over the top there. That's stinking. <laughs> oh. You'll never want to come back and do commentary again, will you? <laughs> I'm, I'm gagging you like I'm <laughs> Oh, my word. Oh. <laughs> oh, nah. Oh. oh, move along a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we're having to move along. Just the smell of sick is uh, quite uh, overpowering. As, um, well... Good pressure again from Ward. Yeah, backed up by Campbell. Yeah. Well, nice stuff from Kenton Richardson to get the ball right. Oh, it just oh, pings so off Magni out for a throw. Lads need to dig in here. Richardson's running empty. Well, there you go. Mickey's had to leave uh, for that, but it was uh, very unfortunate. We hope the, the little boy's all right. That was, uh, but it was very comical at the time. Um, someone's put, is that Phil Mitchell in the hoodie? <laughs> that was they're looking over. He wasn't too impressed. Uh, Taylor Howie's put nice bloke about Matt. He was, he was fantastic having on there. Um, we've got Mason Ford has put, um, looking forward to the weekend. Uh, proper lifting that like it was it was just thankfully it didn't come over the top of the commentary position and um, hoping for a decent hopefully decent crowd on Saturday that's what we want so remember tell your friends get down and uh, someone's put was there carrots in it <laughs> really, I, I don't know if people wanted a running form of how it was dripping down the stairs but um, yeah it was uh, let's say the kid had enjoyed his he must have had a pre-Halloween treat because there was quite a few sweets in that um, but yeah on that note it was it was it was absolutely lovely right um, of course spending more uh, spending more Stevenage on the FA Cup on the weekend. So if you want to get your predictions in send them now but of course news broke as well Tuesday evening um about Paul Blackett joining Spennymore for an undisclosed fee. Of course, Paul started all right the season, scored a few goals, um, and he's uh, moved to pastures new. Um, obviously, a bid has come in, been accepted, and uh, we wish Paul all the best going to Spennymore, of course. Uh, so he was a lovely lad, had him on the podcast, um, couldn't praise the lad enough for the way he was as a person and as a player. Um, so, you know, that goes without saying, but a lot of people, uh, disappointed that we've lost a goal scorer, especially when we're maybe finding it caught in front of goal at the moment. Mm -hmm. I'll agree with that. Uh, I'm in the, the black, it should stay, um, camp. I, I don't mind seeing it. Um, if he had to be sold, couldn't we not have waited an extra week and get this one out of the way? Um, until we're guaranteed Luke Knight's fit, uh, Lewis Knight's fit, sorry. Just my opinion. 
I'm not having to go at the management or the club for selling them. I, I, I genuinely like the lad as a footballer. I genuinely like the lad as a as a person as well. Um, disappointed to see him go. Of course I am. Um, are you putting maybe his unnecessary pressure on Lewis Knight to get fit quick? I don't know. Yeah. Well, let's, hear, let's hope that obviously that um, we, we start finding the back of the net soon. But if anyone's got any messages for Paul, who knows, he may tune in. Uh, any messages to put out there to him would be nice. Um, even Jen's hard-earned uh, point against Solihull, shame about the chest field. However, Montgomery played very, very well. Uh, sorry, very well. Uh, made some good saves. Disappointing news about Blackett, but best to look to him in the future. Of course, we echo yeah. those sentiments. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just going back to the Solihull game, you know, they were a fantastic side. They were really good. They were very, played very similar to us. They built up from the back very well. They passed the ball with ease. They found space. Um, you know, they're fortunate with the, the goal uh, when um, the ball was dropped and Goodjo was able to just turn and place it in the back of the net. Yes, they hit the woodwork a few times, but, you know, people can hit the woodwork all day. It's not in the back of the net. You can see it's a half chance. It isn't, though, is it? You know what I mean? It's not, but you, you generally call yourself unlucky if you've hit the, bo- the both posts in the ball. <laughs> Positives here. Um, oh, I know. But, yeah, I would say, um, yeah, it, it, we've got to look at the positives from that game. And and for me, home, home form is key. We need to perform in front of the home fans, get results. If we get a, a result on the road, it's a bonus. Look, we said at the beginning of the season, yes, broken record. Survival is key. Hooker by crook. If we could stay all season outside the relegation zone, then fantastic. If we've got to claw ourselves out of it, fantastic. It, it, you know, the end game is where it's at. And at the end of the day, the club has moved so far forward so quickly. And I know there's sarcastic people going, well, at least we've got a club, you know, when when uh, going about results because they, they, they feel like they can't comment or, you know, whatever but let's just look at the bigger picture man you know look it's hard, it's hard. Uh, look if you look at the big picture we could have had to start this club in step nine yep but and with all um, the weird covered cancelled seasons we'd be yeah. looking if we were in northern league division two yeah and you know look it's we all knew it was going to be a hard season and we have had our fair share maybe our overshare of injuries even said it with um Owen Bailey on the commentary on Saturday, he said, never known anything like it. It's just been unreal. You know, hopefully football levels itself out, whether it's free kicks and penalties in games or injuries, you know, we'll kind of have a, you can't imagine the season continuing like this, the sheer amount of injuries, the law of averages says has to calm down. You know, once it does, as say we've seen the results when Kenton Richardson got back, we looked a lot stronger at the back. Ethan Pye had a great game on Saturday, obviously man of the match performance. Uh, he was selected, you know, but there could have been a few players in that team that day. I thought Magne was magnificent at right back, you know. He's not the most agile player in the world, but he, he did fantastic out there, didn't look out of place. Tell um, you else had a good game, Hassani. Yep, Hassani looked good. Uh, Dan Ward, you know, he just never lets you down. Um, so yeah, but the positives are there, you've got to look at them. It, it's a, and Mike was honest, they've got to find the answers to the, to the solution, you know, they've got to find. You know, yeah. they've got to work it and and build themselves around it. Remember, the season before last, 
the, the, the season was ended. We had a full six months for that team to train together and work on what they were going to do as a unit. This is a, a team, you know, half of the team now is more or less new and it, it takes time to build that and put it all in and then add injuries into the mix. It just, Especially when you're stepping up a level. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, there's just so many moving parts to a football team to, for the, you know, to keep the equilibrium in the side. And I know that they had a team bonding last night, seeing a few posts on social media, looking like the lads were enjoying themselves. So hopefully, you know, spirits are high and, and carry that into Saturday. Um, it was a good game. Aaron Martin had a few chances on another day. You may have, uh, would have taken them, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, I'm not being funny. There was a 10-minute spell. I, f- I thought, yeah, uh, Yusuf, I thought that was his best performance on Saturday against uh, Solihull. I can't comment on the, the Chesterfield one because it, the, the commentary wasn't that much in detail. Um, but, you know, when we had... Uh, Campbell and Martin and Yusuf up there. We looked dangerous on the break on a couple of occasions before Yusuf come off. So you hope that that chemistry can build. And as we've mentioned before, Lewis Knight, hopefully not too far away as well. And, you know, we haven't seen him yet. He, he, we know he's rapid. He's got a lot of pace. And hopefully that will bring another dynamic to to the forward line. But, you know, room wasn't built in the day. And, we you know, we've took a step up. And there's a lot of change, a lot of change. There's another change. I don't totally agree with some of them. But Mike's the manager at the end of the day. I mean, if it was up to me, Tom Allen would be back. Personally, Tom Allen would be back. Well, does it I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on in the background. I don't know what the deal is. Well, it was initially a 28-day loan, so hopefully he could yeah. be coming back soon. Uh, same with Elliot Forbes. Hopefully he's got some game time. Uh, Kyle Davis put spot on, lads. A timely reminder of, uh, we could be in step nine. Um, sorry, could have uh, started in step nine. And we all in the National League would have snapped your hands off uh, for this during the Cala era. Certainly was. I've got a question here. Uh, there's a question. Will attendance approve during the World Cup or will it stay the same? Look, yeah. Depends. Depends. If England's playing at, at three o'clock on a Saturday, it's going to affect their attendances. I did did see a post about some national league games going to be moved to twelve thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we're involved in those ones, um, but you would hope common sense would do that so the little clubs can still have and maybe make money with their own clubhouses and have the game on. Um, but you know what people say for the World Cup. They'll they would either go to fan parks as these to have, you know, it's what they've had in the summer, uh, things, but this is winter. I can't see many people, apart from a few idiots, want to sit out in the center for life car park and watch the, the match on a screen in the cold. You would just hope that the floating Newcastle fans and Sunderland fans and floating fans around the northeast don't want to take in live football rather than this charade of a World Cup in a country that doesn't treat people right, you know, so that's, that's a thing you think about it, really. <coughs> to, be on, to be honest, there's probably an opportunity there for the football club. Hopefully, I if mean... The, uh, if the England game's on, kick off early and keep the bar up and make a few quid. That would be the, be the perfect way to do it's it, wouldn't it? You, you would think so. Yeah. But I'm sure things, things will come out in the future about that. Um, we've got uh, here, World Cup doesn't affect me, says Taylor Howie. <laughs> doesn't affect me, I'm not that bullet either, to be honest. 
Uh, I like the big. To- I must admit, I do like the big tournaments. Nah, Euro '86 broke me heart. I was never the same after. Um, I was always let down, let down by the nation. Um, we've got um, a message here. We'll quickly go on with this. The ladies. Uh, any updates on the ladies, Mickey? We're going to get into this. Yes, and I forgot who the player of the weekend. Kieran, if you're listening, there is now. Um, spending more away on Sunday. That's where we are. Uh, yeah, the lasses got beat three-one on Sunday. Good Stockton and Norton age side. Uh, final ball just didn't run forward, and their two cent offs were excellent. Um, we added a player from Gayson Rutherford, uh, a last called Christine, but she gets named Crid. And from what I've seen on Sunday, Crid is going to be a massive addition to the Gayson ladies. Really good player. Watch this space. Uh, we talking yeah. more about her in the coming weeks. Um, yeah, uh, very good. She had a fantastic debut. Um, was two or two or three. Dion was up there for in the nominations. Hannah Woodcrid took the man of the match, and I believe Libby West has come back from and signed for the club. Um, Gated, yeah. so. Uh, Libby is a cracking little player, absolutely belting little player. Obviously, with all the the situation in the summer, where was it going to happen? Was it not? Libby decided to find herself a club rather than wait. She's went away. She, she's come back, and apparently she trained with the lasses on Tuesday. And believe me, she is one talent. What a talent she is! Look at that. So, it's all man Mickey in the trenches. He's, he's better than any uh, Fleet Street journalist. He's got all uh, the info. It's... Well, she was there on Sunday. I was talking to her mum and dad. And I was hoping she would be signing. Um, but nothing was sorted then. I think she was just coming down on a watching brief. And I'm not going to lie. I tried to get her to come in. <laughs> <laughs> well, from, it wasn't up to me. And it was good to watch the ladies on Sunday. Yeah, it was lovely so, to meet Liv and her husband the other day. Um, and we still played well, to be fair. Um, well, look, it's still it's still, early days, still, still early days. Yeah. New management in there, new players coming in. Bit like the, you know, we've got to get in the bed in, and but the, they've picked up points, and uh, you know they've climbed the table. So considering that's, I had no pre-season, Davy. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. And they're um, doing excellent. Absolutely fabulous, a lot of them. Fantastic. Well, we may try and do a show on a Wednesday night so we can get them on, because uh, obviously the train yeah. on a Tuesday and Thursday. Sam Pelton's put, uh, I think Adam Campbell did well on Saturday every game. Can't fault his work rate. Absolutely fantastic. Adam Campbell's um, been outstanding all season. He's, uh, he's, he's, he's becoming the new John Oster. Um, he's a bit like Adam and Tinks are basically in the same boat. There are roughly about a 7 out of 10 every game. And you just seem to look past them. Yeah. Yeah, You know know what you're going to get from them, don't you? Uh, We've got an update on the uh, 12.30 kickoff. Our home game against Aldershot on December the 3rd has been moved to a 12.30. Like all games, England or Wales could play at 3 o'clock that day. So there we go. Um, 
obviously I think they haven't they haven't made the draws, have they yet for the fixtures? Uh I don't think so. And so we'll we'll find out that soon. But let's hope Gateshead can benefit and also as well, let's hope some clubs benefit from having games in daylight where they don't have to switch the floodlights on in this this time and age. Um you know, so hopefully that'll help the little clubs. Uh even some of the big ones, I bet. Um yeah, it's uh yeah crazy right we've only got about uh 10 minutes left or eight actually so if you want to send in your predictions for saturday please do any other thoughts and views on paul black at leaving send them in our messages for paul i'm sure you'll find out or maybe even watch to see uh what's been said um so you know say from us at the heat army podcast i know we had a bit of fun over that penalty that he missed when we made a daft advert but it was yeah. all out of love um and um we just need him to you know, hopefully kick on. You never know. We might see him back in the Gator shirt one day. So, um, we've got... <laughs> really Nick. good. Uh, for me, I like him. And I, I can only wish him the best of luck. Same here. Uh, Charles Wasp put Watford like. <laughs> good coming, Joe. <laughs> um, Sam Pounds put 2-1 to Stevenage. Uh, so, there, I think Liv put 3-1 earlier on. Yeah, she did. There we go. Don't know if that. Don't know. If it's just a score line or to who, but you can send yours in. So please do. Uh, also, as well, please do like and subscribe. I know I say it every show, but it really does help. And also like the video as well. Um, that, that really goes a long way. Whether you're watching it live or you're watching the replay, send just to help us reach more people. And it, it really are. Well, you know, the, the viewing figures have been good this year, and that's what it's all about. We just want to reach more people, have more people interact with us. And the likes of Liv Walden, she's a, a relatively new uh, viewer in the last year and interacts a lot, so does her husband, Darren. And that's what we, we, we like to see, and we want to reach out yeah. and get more Liv. It was lovely to beat yeah. them on Sunday. And a lovely, lovely couple. Uh, three one negated, why not, says Taylor Howie. So there we go. That's two one. Uh, I'm, two. I'm, I, I've got. I, I don't know where I get it from, but I'm going to say two one to get it. I'm going to go two two on ninety minutes. I think there. Uh, I think that's. Uh, I think we'll score, but I think they'll be a, a very good side. Of course, the, where they are, where they are for a reason. Aye. And um, how long before Steve Evans and Nice were out? What minute? Oh. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? We've got nothing to fear. Well, that's it is. It's true. We've we've got nothing to lose in this game. Um, apart from injuries, uh, <laughs> we've got nothing to fear. Uh, we gave both Charlton and Oldham good games at the stadium the last few seasons. Uh, as always, off the FA Cup upsets, uh, we can create one. Well, fingers crossed. And uh, Charles has went one nil to Gateshead. So I don't think the nerves could take a one nil like. <laughs> Be all up the score in sixty seconds, and then have to wait the the next ninety minutes of pure torture. Um, but hey, look, anything can happen. It's the magic of the cup. That's what it's all about. And uh, if we're fortunate to get through, let's hope the club can build on it. If we don't, take it on the chin. Doesn't mean anything at the end of the day. League forms where it's where it's at. But uh, yeah, hey, we can dream, can't we? We're a small club, and if we can get through. That would be great. And Kieran James has put 2-0 to Gateshead. And uh, hopefully Kieran can let us know who uh, Gateshead ladies are playing at the weekend as well. Spending more away, I said. Oh, spending more away. Again? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the last thing was in the cup. All right. Uh, we've got another prediction. Uh, Ginger Joe, he's put 1-1. One, one. Uh, so lots of predictions coming in. So please do do that. And uh, yeah, thank you to everyone that has tuned in. Thank you to Matt as well. 
uh, we will be retweeting uh, his podcast where Mickey stitched me up with a couple of questions. And I'm, I wasn't too impressed. I'm really looking forward to that one. Yeah, I wasn't too impressed with the first one. I believe it's audio only, thankfully. Um, yeah. I didn't hard. mean it nastily, though, Dave. Oh, you know, I'll speak to you off air. It will be nasty. Um, <laughs> come on, uh, on that, well, on that note, we'll we'll end on a high of uh, Mickey Lorden that he got us on someone else's podcast. Uh, thank you, everyone, that's messaged. Uh, remember, if you can't make it the game, we will bring in you uh, full match commentary against Gates, uh, Gated versus Stevenage in the FA Cup. It will sound like we're in a in a room because we will be. Uh, so uh, say. We're not gonna. We're not bitter. Not bitter at all. Uh, but look, the club makes money from the BBC and final score being there, and that is the most important thing. So, uh, say if you can't make it, if you're on holiday, if you live abroad, tune into us. We'll bring you it all. And uh, Mickey, as ever, thank you very much. You're you're welcome. Can you kindly reveal the tweet you sent me after you've done the podcast? <laughs> nope, you can't. It, 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 I'll tell you one thing. It started with a T and it ended with a T. So there we go. Thank you.